Welcome back, everybody, to another Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Rick Press. I'm Bud Kennedy. And the burgers are nearly done. Believe it or not, we're still talking about burgers. (laughs) Uh, First off, a sound effect. We want to give you a test because this is this has something to do with burgers. We're not going to tell you exactly what it is, but we're going to play it for you. And then if you listen all the way to the end of the podcast, Bud will explain what it is. Okay. Any guesses? Oh, it hurts so good. And and do you know the location? Uh, well, I do, but I'm privy <laughs> to it. And But we'll see how much staying power you have if you can listen all the way to the end. But first up, we're down to the final two in the DFW.com burger battle. Well, and we're down to the final two. And, and Rick, I mean, I haven't even heard much about this, but this definitely was one of the epic matchups in the history of the DFW Burger Yes, Bible. we actually considered, and, and when I say we, I mean me, um, breaking the bracket format because Hop Dottie and Rodeo Goat were so good. And, and we are so good. Are so good. And we fought so long on this that I was just saying, you know what? They're both so good they go into the final and they'll just play whoever wins the Chop House versus Johnny B. But when it came right down to it, I said, you know, we do this in a bracket format for a reason. And we're going to pick a winner. One had to win. Yeah, and we did. And after arguing and debating and, and giving our well, tasting he, notes back and forth over several days. A lot of judges. I mean, this was a whole team of judges. Seven judges. Individual scores. Uh, a lot of fence sitting lot, for a while. A lot, of, a lot of swapping back and forth. A lot of minds changed both ways. And uh, you know, it, uh, it came down in the end to the, the most minute of details. Yes, a stale corn chip. We're saying that that's not really what it came down to, but it, if you're trying to identify maybe something that pushed one burger in one direction and the other over the top, it could have been a stale corn. Now, this is like saying that you're looking at two of the most beautiful models ever. Right. And one had a long eyelash or something like that. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And, you know, these are these were... By far, they've been the two best burgers consistently, and they're both rookies in the burger battle, so that is really impressive at how good they are. So I, we urge you to try both of them. Decide for yourself. We will say this was not a unanimous decision, and there are still some burger judges who are kicking themselves. Well, the, there are still some burger judges who don't know and are probably going to come beat you up when they hear, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, there, there were some people at them in both ways. Yes, and but they all made their cases, and let's let's start. We went there. This, this shows you how it was crowded. It was a Friday afternoon. Who was there but Betsy Price, of all people, <laughs> Mayor Fort Worth Betsy. Mayor. And, and this is in the Hop Dottie in Dallas, Mayor Right, Price. and you could tell she was sort of sneaking under the table a little bit because she was like, uh-oh, I've been. And she made up for it quickly by giving us all I Love Fort Worth stickers. Well, and, and she visited with us, and, of course, she put on her Facebook page later this. Rick, this is just shows, you know, she's been kind of a daring mayor in a lot of ways and gone against the grain. And, you know, the old tradition, the, the story, although the Carter family denies it, is that Eamon Carter always took his sack lunch when he went to Dallas because he didn't want to spend any money there. So Mayor the bologna Price, sandwich, I've heard that one. Mayor Price, on her Facebook page, put a picture of her eating at Hop Dottie and posted 
no sack lunch for me. <laughs> well, good, and nobody is spinning in, in their graves over this, <laughs> I'm sure. But she can assure you that she was scouting Hop Dottie to try to recruit them to Fort Worth. But before anybody gets mad at Mayor Price, let's say she also said that she did love Rodeo Goat as well, and, and maybe even a little bit more, but I think it might have just been a regional thing. You know, a, you haven't said yet who won. Are we kind of building up to that? Well, let, let's talk about the burgers, and then we'll say who won. I would say we, we went to Hop Dottie first, and I, for, my, for my money, Hop Dottie came out of the gate very strong with its Magic Shroom Burger and its Yano Poblano. We, these are the two best burgers on a menu that is chock full of great burgers. And, you know, the, the, the Yano Poblano Burger, you get all these pepper burgers now, and they have these big sloppy chunks of, of pepper that hang off or whatever. Once again, the Hop Dottie Burger is made with such precision it almost was like the pepper was grown for the perfect size of the yeah, burger. The, their ingredients are so fresh. The, pe- the chili was roasted so perfectly. And my meat, I asked for medium medium rare, and I actually got close to it, which is very hard to do nowadays. But because they grind the meat in-house, I mean, they're able to cook it that way. And it, the meat, the chili, the pepper jack cheese, and, and the, of course, the the, home, the the bun that's made in-house, it was just a terrific burger. That's one of the best burgers ever, and then the, the shroom burger is also one of the best burgers Which ever. is one that just completely takes you by surprise. I mean, I'm not a fan of pesto, really. I'm not... You know, I'm not a lover of mushrooms. I like mushrooms. But that, together with the goat cheese, it just makes a great combination. Yeah, it's really different. And you know, those were, I think, the two best burgers at Hop Dottie. But there were some that didn't quite measure up for our judges. Yeah, you know, Hop Dottie is from Austin, and they have a, a, a chili burger with a burger. And when the burger came, you know, there was a, a Frito that fell off on the tray <laughs> and—, and and um, there was something right away that was identified as, as being wrong with the Frito. Well, it was stale, yeah. And, and it, I think that was – otherwise, the burger was pretty decent and the chili was okay. But, of course, uh, Rodeo Goat also has a Terlingua burger that yeah, has yeah. corn chips on it, a little ode to Frito pie. And uh, their corn chips were not stale. Yeah, the corn chips were good. Yeah, yeah and, and I think our judge who, who ate that burger – we tried to compare some burgers that were pretty uh, – pretty similar although they're not exactly the same and uh rodeo got it rodeo goat got that one on the chili burger i think uh we also tried a what's called the nanny goat at rodeo goat which has goat cheese felt like the goat cheese there overwhelmed their burger so that was one where the it wasn't magic as good shroom as the hop was, burger yeah the magic shroom was the winner clear winner yeah. there but then it came down to a, a s- couple of spicy burgers el, el diablo at hop dotty the hot bastard at rodeo goat. Yeah. And you know uh, and that bastard won. And the, <laughs> and the, the 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 spicy burgers, you know, have always been kind of a, of a of a of a real mainstay in the burger battle. Yeah. You know, the, the Diablo burger at Fred's always a favorite and you know how how good is your spicy burger is always something we're going to check out. Right. And and it, I guess the judges felt that uh maybe the Hop Dottie burger went a little too far with the spices and that rodeo goat was was much more of a pleasing blend of spice and beef the rodeo i mean it was very hot but but had a balance and you could detect the individual flavors and these are not places that just use a little bit of spice i mean they're they're blending different kinds of peppers serranos and habaneros and fresno peppers it's really really impressive yeah this was really hot but but the the rodeo goat burger was a little bit better than that hot and then i think the thing that kind of pushed our winner over the top was the um the cowboy murin burger at rodeo goat Again, just felt like it's a burger that has some barbecue sauce on it, and people are kind of mixed on burgers with barbecue sauce. At Rodeo Goat, they do it really well. And Hop Dottie, 
they they were good in that they didn't oversauce the burger, but it it really wasn't detectable. And our judge really preferred the rodeo goat. Burger. So then let's talk about the. It's interesting. The weaknesses in Hop Dotty were the most Texan of the burgers. The the barbecue sauce and the and the chili burger. You know that chili at Hop Dotty too was kind of a sweet Cincinnati tasting chili, and right. it didn't taste like a, a regular chili burger. So Hop Dotty great at shroom and and California and pesto and. And, uh, and New Mexico, but not very good at a, at a Texas bur- rodeo goat rounded it up. What, right, and I think the other thing that the one burger that I felt like, I mean, Hop Dotty, I thought the Yano Poblano was terrific, but I, I also thought that the Caca Oaxaca burger at Rodeo Goat is a unique burger that I haven't really tasted anywhere and, and else. And that's one that everybody talks about at Rodeo Goat. What else on that? That's adds, it's beef mixed with chorizo in yeah. the patty. Yeah. But it's not like on top of it. it it's all in one, and then it yeah. has a fried av- fried egg and avocado and pico, and of course the bun. And it's just sort of this amazingly sort of salty and rich beef flavor that. I, I don't know. I haven't really tasted anything like it. Well, we've been talking about these other burgers that we really like. They were beef meat mixed with brisket. This is the right. first burger we've had that was beef mixed with chorizo. Yeah, and I think it's, it's very creative and, you know, really sets Rodeo Goat apart. And I, I'm not saying that that's the burger that pushed them over the top again. We we debated for several days. We went back and forth with our guest yeah. judge. And everybody. That's the first time you've said over the top, Rodeo Goat. Over Rodeo the top. Goat is the winner in this, in this <laughs> epic battle, uh, trying to keep people listening as long as we yeah. possibly can but it in it is a decision that we will be thinking about for a long time and i and like i said i really thought about putting three burgers into the final because i really thought hop dotty was that strong anybody who uh asks me oh where should i eat what were the best burgers that i ate in in this of the 30 40 burgers that i will have eaten by the time this is done yeah uh, rodeo goat and uh hop dotty will be the first it would, it would have turned overnight from the final four into the college world series if we made a double elimination <laughs> but the, the uh, now uh, and and these were the straight up menu burgers without any premium add-ons the one thing we've talked about at hop dotty hop dotty has a grass-fed uh beef right. as an option for an upcharge and if we had gone ahead and upcharged to the grass-fed beef, that might have swayed it. But we we chose the regular menu. Yeah, and we've done that in a previous round, and and you know felt it like great. it was good, but that it you know some of the judges felt like it either wasn't fair or that it also maybe wouldn't make a difference that we yeah. should judge based on on the, the the burgers that are on the menu. Yeah, so we 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 go with what's presented. Yeah, and. You know, the other matchup in, in the Final Four didn't have as much intrigue. It was kind of more straightforward. Uh, a little bit of a letdown. I've almost forgotten who it was. <laughs> <laughs> that said, really good. Both of them had really good uh, burger battles. Johnny B's from South Lake kind of showed its its precision. The flat patty burger, the, the, the sweet bun, yeah. the great melted cheese. The sweet bun and, and the chili, the, the sweet the bun and chili together at Johnny yeah, B's, a good it's, combination. It's a great kind of, it's the kind of burger that I think if I lived in that area, I would I would be there on a pretty regular basis. Every time I've had it, it's been above average or through the roof good this round it was just above average it wasn't through the roof good uh the the mixture of nick is looking at me because nick disagrees with me he loved it it was his first time at johnny b's Mm -hmm. i have to say i ate it in the elite eight round and it and it was off the charts good this time it was uh my jalapenos were piled in the middle so i didn't get um some of the the heat with the bite that I wanted. There was a little too much Thousand Island dressing, which is one of their signatures yeah. there. So but that together with the sweet bun 
It was a little too much sweetness. Well, that's just, and compare for people so they don't truck out to South Lake. If you like five guys and get a double there, try a double at Johnny B's. You'll right. probably like that. Or if you like offsite kitchen in Dallas, you know, John, uh, Johnny B's sauce and combinations are, are a good comparison for that. Johnny B's is, is uh, you know, yeah, a good it contest. stands right there with, with uh, you know, the best burgers in the bracket, but it went up against uh, Chop House. Chop House, which when it's good, it's really good. Yeah, and that's always the problem with Chop House is, is it's just, I mean, th- that is so unpredictable on that menu. You may get a, a uh, you may get the best burger of your life, or you may wonder, what am I doing here? Right, and in this case, we had seven judges, and the majority of them ordered the Chop House burger. Uh, I would say most of the Chop House burgers that we got were really, really strong. Uh, cooked medium, as we asked. A great job with the bacon and the melting of the smoked cheddar. Uh, the buns were a little toasty for me, but um, my meat was cooked really well. Yeah. Other uh, One of the other judges, his meat was cooked a little, w- little too much. Yeah. Um, but still, uh, the, in the, that house-made steak sauce that he puts in the burger really sort of takes it over the top. I think. Yeah, we we had different. I mean, two people who had chop house burgers had different, very yeah. different burgers, even. But the <laughs> and then the chop house chili burger was like a. It wasn't an open face, but it was just covered in that good homemade chili that Chop House has. So it was a. a it wasn't even comparable to the Hop Dotty and Rodeo Goat. But chili and that's burger. yeah. Whereas Hop Dotty and Rodeo Goat have been consistent throughout the battle. Uh, um, Chop House, you don't, you really don't know which burger is going to show up when you're there. I mean, it, it's never terrible. I mean, it's always good enough to to sort of beat a little a lesser competitor. In this case, you know, the majority of our burgers were really good, and yeah. and therefore were able to to Chop House was able to prevail over Johnny B's. Do we have a special Chop House and Rodeo Goat will be in the final if Chop House doesn't come out ahead do we have a special mood swing award for them or something <laughs> well it, it will be tough because this will be the second time that chop house is in the final if they don't win they they've lost to pops in 2011 but that said i mean you know i think they have as good a chance as rodeo goat um to come up with a great day i mean i i like i said when when chop house is on which i would say is about 85 percent of the time yeah. of the times i've been there it's it's a burger I put up against anybody else's burger, but I, I, I the inconsistency especially is not something that can get rewarded in a final. Now, should we talk about anything else in dining? Should we? Oh, for sure. I know that <laughs> we've had enough burger talk for to probably last everybody a lifetime. I know. You know, we're gonna have we're gonna sell collective collectible CDs of all the burger podcast so you could replay them for hours on end all winter long and relive till the next I mean, burger battle. You know, the, we, we enjoy talking about it, and, and you, as you have said in some of your tweets, uh, even the Tea Party enjoys talking about it. I went to the Tea Party it. meeting, and everybody came up to me. They didn't want to gripe about politics. They wanted to ask about the, the burger battle, and you know, was this really better than Kincaid's? And the, the, now, the Tea Party set, they're kind of the legacy burger crowd. They, they, they're, they're more of the Kincaid's. And some of them have gone to Fred's, but it's still kind of new. Well, it's good to know that the burgers can cross party lines, though, and, uh, you know, can bring people together. That's what, that's what we hope. Uh, these are some red meat conservatives, Rick. <laughs> well, there are some interesting things going on, as always, in the DFW dining scene. Uh, tell us about the one of the most exciting new restaurants. A couple of new restaurants. Pacific Table is open in University Park Village. It's a, a West Coast grill from Philippe Armenta, who owns the tavern. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he used to work with a Hillstone restaurant, so he knows you know how to put together an impressive uh, impressive restaurant and just but it's still mid price middle of the road um, 
you know, one he doesn't have like a more expensive dinner menu or anything. He has sandwiches, salads, entrees, and a lot of fish, and then a couple other good things. Everything from from sushi to burgers, and in between, so a little something for everybody. And it's in that University Park Village space down from Blue Mesa. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's off to a really good start. It's been crowded. The the fish has been good. Uh, the people have have come away from the salads and some of the things saying, uh, no big deal. But, you know, but I think people are – generally people are really happy with mm-hmm. it. And then Bravo Italian opened on uh, Hewlett. I haven't been there the yet. The former Covey space. Bravo, yeah. The Bravo is from the chain in Ohio that owns Brio in South Lake, and there was a Bravo last year in South Arlington. It's a chain. It's like a macaroni grill. Don't get too excited. But right. for price and value and quality, it's good. I already got my $10 off uh, deal in the mail, so I'll well, be then, going to check it out. Then you're set. Yeah, I, I'm going to go check it out, too, when, on, if I can find the day when we're not having burgers. And then, <laughs> Soon enough, bud. <laughs> and then next week is the big, on the on the other end of the dining scale, it's restaurant week. Rick, do you go and have the $45, you know, um, three eye drops on the plate of food? You know, restaurant week is so up and down because you know some restaurants really try hard and you should always look at the menu before you go right because some restaurants really work hard casherelle really works hard uh you know grace really works hard and then some of the restaurants just kind of they're 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 lucky to have you and they're happy to have you in the door and then they just give you like what amounts to an appetizer yeah i mean i've taken to abstaining from restaurant week i don't want to sound like a scrooge i'm happy to support the charities and but I found it kind of disappointing in a lot of the places that I go. I often, if you want to check, I mean, usually it was a great opportunity to check out a restaurant that maybe was beyond your price range in the past. But those are those tend to be the restaurants that do kind of nickel and dime you and aren't willing to give you the the a decent sized portion. I'm not naming names here because I just can't think of any off the top of my head, but uh, Bud's exactly More right. In Dallas and Fort Worth, but, but Bud's exactly right. Check you know check the menu find out do do your uh, research to try and find out what you're actually going to get to avoid feeling disappointed so far my favorite is a wild mushroom in weatherford wild mushroom you know they take a totally different attitude every year in restaurant week they do a menu of something they don't serve the rest of the year Uh they try to bring their their regular steak and potato customers back in for something completely odd last year they did a german menu this year they're doing a french menu it's the first time that there's been a, a French restaurant in in Weatherford, and it's there for only one week. But the, uh, but you know, I mean, uh, that's a really different, cool way to do it, and you can have. I do. I do think it's a van. Or yeah, I mean, I th- it, it's great to do that to sort of experiment. It's also great to get people into the restaurant that have haven't been. I mean, it's a good reason to go out and try that restaurant or or any other restaurant that's participating. So please don't take my negativity as a reason not to not to join in. Just be just be aware that you may not get exactly you know the a, a grand so feast that, that on that restaurant all, week. All next week is the official restaurant week for everybody, and then a lot of the restaurants will continue it through Labor Day. Meaning we'll be able to come back and talk about it here on the Eat Speed podcast. Right, and one more quick note of business: we, we, Robert Philpot reported that uh, Revolver Blood and Honey, the the beer that everybody seems to love so much, is now being sold at Central Market. So just uh, we were talking about the Co- the former Covey, and it made me think: oh well, if you want to go and and get a six pack to bring home, that's that's. Oh, I'm going to like that better than the Shiner grapefruit juice. Right. What about this? Any guesses? 
That, bud, tell us what it is. That is Hop Dottie slapping the beef, ready to serve up lunch in Austin at the, uh, and I, I actually was in, in Austin. You are Dottie a burger there. maniac. And uh, Well, I had the, the bison burger there. to, but Because that's to, not really a burger. Just to give it something different. So, But uh, that's the, the, the help as you go through the line. And he was lining up all the patties for a long day Here, in Austin. Here's the craziness. On Saturday, you were at Hop Dottie. <laughs> slapping it in Hop Dottie. Wait a minute. You can get arrested for that. You were slapping it at Hop, Hop Dottie in Austin. And guess where I was on Saturday? Eating it rodeo goat after I'd already been there. My wife and my son were so kind of jealous that I had been going for burgers. And they're like, we want to go for someplace. And they wanted to go to rodeo goat. And I had, an, I could not bring myself to eat another burger, so eat, I ordered the, the cowboy cob. Oh, the cow, they have the great salads. They have and it was off the charts great. I loved it. They, <laughs> I have was great, like, they have great salads and two great homemade dressings. And if we were had a DFW salad battle, Rodeo Goat would, would take it. Right. And it may become my new go-to thing at Rodeo Goat because <laughs> Lord knows I won't be able to eat a burger right, for a while. Well, we will be going to Rodeo Goat in the next week. And until next week. All right. I'm Rick Press. I'm Bud Kennedy. Thank you.